Good morning and welcome to the first podcast with uh, Mr. Yoey. Todd, you are a superintendent here at Lebanon City Schools, and we appreciate you coming in. Let's talk about the coronavirus. Well, Mike, first of all, thank you very much for uh, providing this uh, opportunity for me to come in and talk to our community a little bit about uh, the way that we're responding to the COVID-19 pandemic. And uh, I just want to let people know that, you know, we've been doing planning and uh, like a lot of plans, sometimes uh, they, they follow through and, and, and are good and sometimes they fall apart. And so uh, we're doing the best we can with, with what we have. But uh, today I hope to to, to let people know where we're at right now as a school district and hopefully get some assistance and some help to those folks who, who probably need it the most. Uh, I, I don't think I'm telling anybody anything when I say that uh, this is some un unchartered territory uh, for us. Right. We were very fortunate here in the Lebanon School District that we spent some time prior to the governor's announcement in planning for an extended closure. Mm -hmm. I think we had some good insight that uh, that might be coming. So we wanted to make sure that we were as prepared as we could be. So we spent last week, uh, midweek, uh, doing quite a bit of planning. We had the opportunity for our staff, our teachers, uh, and others to come in on Friday mm -hmm. and do some long-term planning for instructional guidance, uh, and so on. And so we've really developed five goals uh, as a school district right now. Uh, we want to uh, first and foremost make sure that we're keeping our employees healthy. Mm -hmm. uh, we want to feed our at-risk population of right. students. We want to provide special education and related services to those students most in need. We also want to provide mental health services to those students most in need. And, of course, we want to provide instructional programming and guidance to students and parents. And so what I want to announce today are, are, are some efforts uh, and some uh, scheduling uh, that we have done to address those five goals. Uh, number one mean, being that our schools will remain closed to all students and to members of the public for the next three weeks. Uh, however, I think it's important to let people know right now that they should prepare for us to be closed for a longer period of time. If people out there think that they need access to a school building, maybe that's to pick up some books or some mm -hmm. materials that a student may uh, have left in the building, maybe uh, it's medication mm -hmm. that a child has with our school nurses, mm -hmm. they should call the building first and ask when they can come and pick those up. So we're just asking people to do that on a case-by-case -case basis by making those arrangements ahead of time. You should not show up at a school building and expect to get in. Now, what about uh, work permits? Uh, work permits for students is something that they would make arrangements for through the high school. Okay. Yep, so they should just call the high school and do that. We also are practicing social distancing in all of our buildings. Uh, not all staff are reporting at the same time or on the same days. So if you call a building and you do not get an answer, please leave a message and somebody will get back to you within a few days. Okay. Um, starting today... Uh, we are offering families an opportunity to pick up breakfast and lunch items. Uh, we, I'll talk about those details uh, in just a few moments. Uh, starting on March 30th, uh, 
which will be after our previously scheduled spring break session, students with high special needs will begin service on a one-on-one -on -one basis. Those details will be communicated uh, in a separate message and we'll, we'll get that information out. And also starting on March 30th, students will begin receiving lessons and instructional guidance from their teachers. And those lessons and guidance will continue until we return to school or school has ended for the year. Right. And there's some speculation out there that we may be out of school for the, for the remainder of the school year. Uh, but again, I want to thank everybody who has uh, worked very hard in a short window of time right. uh, to make these things happen. So uh, one of the most important things that uh, we needed to plan for was how do we feed uh, a, a, a segment of our student population. Mm -hmm. And uh, people need to know and understand that in the Lebanon City School District, we do have students who get their only meals through the school, through the school yeah. breakfast and lunch. Mm -hmm. uh, and so we're very concerned about those students and, and their ability to eat during this time. It's one of the reasons why we are so careful in when we call off school. Right. Uh, you know, P, uh, people uh, talk to me a lot about snow days, those <laughs> types of things. And, yeah. you know, I will tell you, snow days are a very difficult decision to make right. because I know when I call off school, we're going to have some kids that don't eat that day. Oh, that's and, and so, you know, that, that weighs on you a little bit. But, mm -hmm. of course, in the end, you have to do what's best for uh, the majority. And so... Uh, starting today, so today, from 4 to 6 p.m., there will be food bags available per pickup in the alley beside the Lebanon Elks Lodge located at 29 East Mulberry Street. This is a partnership with the Lebanon Elks mm -hmm. and Joshua's Place. Uh, and those bags should contain enough food for today through Wednesday. Okay. And so today, starting today, mm -hmm. 4 to 6 p.m., the alley beside the Lebanon Elks Lodge. Uh, people can just drive through the alley. There'll be people there to hand them the food. Should be enough to get them through Wednesday. An extra supply of toilet paper, right? Uh, <laughs> you, you laugh. You laugh. There is toilet paper oh, included. there we go. Now, do, you have to, do you have to call ahead, like you, a pre-register? No, you do not need to call ahead. Of course, what we're asking are for families uh, of students who are in need right our hope is that nobody takes advantage of this service just to get some so there's no list or anything but we're asking people to yeah you know. it would take us to it would take uh, you know number one too long to deliver the food even in a pickup right to to go through and check a list and ask for identification right, right, right you know right. this isn't about uh rules and regulations you know this is just about making sure providing the, the help providing right. the help making sure people right. uh are, that our kids get the food that they need uh and so uh then again on wednesday on wednesday of this week same time 4 to 6 p.m uh, there will be food bags available for pickup in the back parking lot at barry intermediate school uh, and that should be enough food for five additional days okay and then we'll do one more on Friday uh, from 4 to 6 p.m. Uh, and that also will be at the Barry Intermediate School. And 
uh, that hopefully will be enough for another five days. So we're actually even trying to provide enough food to get students through spring break. Mm -hmm. uh, even though, you know, if we were in a normal world right now, uh, typically over spring break, we wouldn't have any, mm -hmm. uh, any of those services. But we know that right now, you know, people are juggling right. uh, uh, what they can do. We know that uh, resources are limited right now. Mm -hmm food availability at grocery stores and, and, and whatnot uh, are limited. So we're trying our best to help our community and our kids. Uh, I think it's great that you're, you're doing that. So you had mentioned some volunteers. How can the faith-based community get involved? Yeah, and we've had a lot of churches uh, step up uh, to help with volunteers. I mentioned Joshua's Place and, and the Elks. And, you know, a great problem that we have right now is that we have more volunteers than what we have things to do. Oh. And I say that keeping in mind that we're also challenged by the whole mass gathering, social distance right, right. Uh, guidance on this. So I'm happy to announce that right now we have all the volunteers that we need to accomplish what I just talked about. So we have enough volunteers for tonight. We have enough volunteers for Wednesday. We have enough volunteers for Friday. Uh, maybe I'll be back on mm -hmm. here and, and through our other communication uh, means to ask for additional volunteers. Mm -hmm. So while we appreciate all of the people who have said, hey, I'll help, I'll help in any way I can, uh, and so on, uh, I, I think you know this is going to be a marathon Right. Not, not not a sprint. We've heard a lot of people say that. So I think there will be opportunities long term for people to be involved uh, in one in, in one sense or another so that we're not uh, putting the burden or the weight of all of this on just the same group of volunteers uh, every time. Right. Now, what about food supplies? Where, where are you getting them? Well, our food supplies uh, are coming from a, a couple of different sources. Uh, the food that our students will receive today uh, will contain a lot of our perishable items. So, of course, we have a, an inventory of perishable items because we plan for, you know, to serve lunch, uh, you know, weeks ahead of time. Uh, and so we certainly don't want that food to go to waste uh, or to spoil. Uh, you know, it has shelf life. And so uh, that will be uh, uh, the food that we're distributing uh, tonight and probably some on Wednesday as well. Uh, the other food will come from our uh, cafeteria food sources. So we've placed some orders uh, for foods that have a longer shelf life, mm -hmm. uh, some prepackaged foods and some food that um, we don't have to worry about spoiling, you know, if, we, if it doesn't get used right away. Mm -hmm. And so that will be the type of food that we will be providing after this delivery tonight. Well, that's awesome. I appreciate you coming in. Is there any other additional information that you need to communicate? Well, you know, uh, I, people, we've received a lot of questions about Issue 9, which is the school renewal levy oh, that's yes, on the ballot. Oh, yes, let's talk about that. And, uh, you know, that certainly has not been <laughs> at the forefront of what we've been doing here right. the last week. And, you know, I certainly would just uh, hope that people took advantage of early voting uh, or absentee voting uh, to cast their vote. Uh, you know, I hope that people are planning on going to the polls tomorrow uh, and, of course, maintaining all the guidelines uh, that go along with that. 
uh, in supporting the schools. But really, Mike, right now, uh, you know, the, the renewal levy isn't at the top of our priority list. Uh, those things I mentioned we're going, you know, we're able to provide right now uh, for our students. And uh, whatever happens tomorrow at the ballot box is, you know, we'll have to deal with. Uh, uh, so, talk, so talk about that. Educate me and our listeners exactly what does this ballot mean? Uh, what will it accomplish if we mm-hmm. renew it? And then what's the ramifications had it not passed? Well, this is to renew a uh, tax levy that was approved originally in 2005. And it's a three-year limited-term levy, so every three years it's set to expire. And it's been renewed every year since 2005, so I think it's been renewed five times now. And that levy provides $4.2 million to our operating budget. Yeah, that's $4.2 million that we have used annually in our budget since 2005 uh, and it's it's part it's revenue that we count on it's revenue that we forecast with it's revenue that that we use to operate and uh, we're just asking our community to renew that source of revenue so uh, why some people might not know this how come it keeps coming up uh, it keeps coming up because uh, it's a three-year issue mm-hmm. so every three years uh, it's set to expire and th- that happens for a couple of reasons one uh, is that um, we think that it's important for our community uh, to be able to hold us accountable for our uh, finances mm-hmm. and for our fiscal uh, to, to our fiscal responsibility and so you know if the community isn't happy with the district and uh, its fiscal um, its fiscal responsibility that is one way that the community could show that mm-hmm. um, you know I I don't think there's anything that people should be uh, concerned about at this point in time we, you know we're in the lowest six percent in the state in expenditure per pupil mm-hmm. uh, which means you know we watch every dollar and uh, we get the most out of every dollar. Uh, but certainly if this renewal levy uh, does not pass, then we're going to have to start looking at, you know, cutting cutting operations. Uh, there would be another opportunity for us in November mm-hmm. uh, to pass the levy and, and not uh, and be able to continue to operate. Uh, but we're just hoping we don't find ourselves uh, in that uh, spot. It, it just throws the district into uncertainty, mm-hmm. and we certainly don't need more uncertainty uh, <laughs> right now right. with uh, with everything that we face. And I should add, I, I forgot to mention that uh, you know the passage of this levy does not increase property taxes. That was my next question. It just continues, you know, that source of revenue that that we've had since two thousand five. Well, that's, that's good information. And, and the, the things that you guys are doing with the kids and trying to take care of them, to me, that, that speaks volumes of where your heart is. You're not really trying to just spend money to spend money, but you're going to spend it in a way that helps and benefits our population. How many are in attendance at Lebanon High School, do you know, or yeah, in the whole system? Yeah, we have uh, about 5,500 students. 5,500. Mm-hmm. And Division One, where does that – do you know the numbers where, where that – I do. Are not. we on like a high division one? We're a small division one small school. Small division one mm-hmm. school. 
Well, that's uh, quite a bit of information uh, on our Let's Talk Lebanon page. This will be um, listed, and uh, we appreciate any comments that you guys want to make below. Let us know if you have any questions, and we'll pose them to the right people to get you the answers. So we appreciate you being with us today, and we invite you back anytime that you want to give an update, and we just appreciate your time here today. Okay, Mike, thanks again, and thanks to Let's Talk Lebanon.